This and all episodes of the podcast have been brought to you by our generous patrons over at Patreon, the Daisy Podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about how you can support the show each week, then please click the link in the description down below to find out more information about Patreon, the Daisy Podcast. Thank you for your support. Rightio, what are we on? Episode, did you say 27 now, is it, Boydie? Episode 27, mate. Episode 27 of this here podcast. Bloody hell, time flies when you are having fun. And we're bringing it to you via Patreon as well now. We've actually got a Patreon page that you can uh, check out if you so if you so wish. I shall post that in the uh, in the chat now. There we go. Trying to work on a on a setup with only two monitors for this is uh, certainly going to be interesting for today. But thank you guys for stopping by and watching the podcast today. We have got Wobo with us. Uh, as our special guest for the week. How are you doing, Wobo? I am very good, yes. Having a day off from making videos and doing other stuff, so I'm just relaxing today, really. Went shopping earlier. I'm good. Day How off, you, you just uploaded another video today. I did, yeah. Just um, I finished it yesterday, but it was late last night that I finished it, so I don't <laughs> want to get it out until today. Did it get suppressed? Sorry? Did it get suppressed? I started watching it, but I didn't it... get to finish it. And you're like, this video is so getting demonetized. It actually made it through. It took about three or four hours. So I uploaded it at nine o'clock this morning, um, just to make sure it got through the through the uh, demonetization. I would have removed the intro anyway because I think uh, making the money from it is going to be much more beneficial to the future of Webo. So yes, um, I would have removed that joke, you know, at the start. But I did have a lot of fun creating that at the start. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was risky, very risky. I'm pushing though, the boundaries. <laughs> It was good. I haven't had a chance to uh, to watch it yet because by the time I saw it had gone up, we were just getting ready to start. So that's going to be my uh, my little piece of homework after the podcast ends today is to check that one out. Well, the so, topic of the video was penetration, forward. so you can guess what the jokes were about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's I 60 think my minutes long, was, so... We're going to get to the bottom of the topic. And <laughs> yes. A lot of penetration speak. <laughs> what more can you want what more can you ask for so how have you been Wobo what have you been up to um you mean the last few years or like yeah, today because <laughs> um like um Broom's running the show tonight but um He's not as familiar with you, and um, one of the reasons I wanted to get you on, and one of the reasons, like we spoke about in the DMs, was um, uh, I, I don't know because you know, time zones and all the rest of it. I haven't been able to catch many of your streams, sadly, but I don't know how much you talked of because I remember way back when you know, we when we did that awesome fundraiser and all the rest of it. You were talking about working at the local KFC, mate. Um, you know, just to make uh, ends meet and all the rest of it, and. You kind of went very quiet there, and then um, I don't think I think there's a lot of people out there. You know, you know that people care about you because of how much they raised for you and that. But I think there's a lot of people who'd love to know what actually happened the last few years for you. Um. Well, I went for the KFC interview and I got the job there. Yep. Um. And I started there for about a month before I realised that um I needed a job. I couldn't be inside all the time. So I stayed at KFC part-time working. Um, I got promoted to team leader, 
part-time and I had to quit because they wanted me to work these ridiculous hours, 60 hours a week. I was working at one point 60. when my mom got better and I just had to uh, cut it back down. So I quit doing team leader and I went on to um, just being a regular scrub at the bottom doing part-time. They really hated it. The managers did that. I did that. Um, and I think in general, what I did over those years is improve myself is what I've done. I think hopefully I have at least. I um, had a look into psychology a lot. I started working out a lot. I ate the right foods. I was experimenting with my own body to find out. I mean, <laughs> that sounds really dodgy when I say that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I was experimenting to find out how I ticked, you know, to, to discover myself. And I think I came back to YouTube in a much better frame set than when I left it. Um, like you analyzed yourself like you have date like you do daisy that's exactly, exactly what I was yeah thinking, i've done that i had i had time to do that i had i was working part-time i had a lot of time to think i was helping my mom at the time she had a lot of issues with um not being independent anymore i guess mm -hmm. she was very reluctant to ask me for help really really reluctant and it was a struggle between me and her a lot of arguments happened um she struggled I struggled, but I, I think we both became stronger as a result of what we went through. And probably closer. And the, the money, the money helped immensely. It really did. It's, it's crazy how much it helped. It, we would have been so much worse off without that money. It's oh, and the support as well. You know. <laughs> what was it like just, though, mate? You know, just you, you make silly videos about a silly game, and you know that's not having a go at you. That's I make silly podcast about a silly game and all the rest of it. But mm -hmm. to Sit there and you know, you poured your heart out to us. I don't think you, you know, you, you did your own little stream, but I don't think you know, particularly what the running man did was massive. Um, Definitely what was it like for you being on the receiving end of so much love? I don't know how to take it in. I mean, how do you respond to something like that? You just you can't respond to something like that, it's like it comes at you and you're just not ready for it, and it just I don't know, it just, it's really hard to explain, really difficult to explain how I felt. Um, I guess in a way, it felt like I was being lifted up. It felt like so much was being relieved from me um, because money was a massive struggle. Um, then I was struggling with my business um, because I had the web design business and I was doing YouTube on the side just as a little hobby to make a little bit of extra money. Um, and because I love Daisy, as you all know. <laughs> um, the web design company, I had the same customers over and over again for years, and I wasn't getting any new customers, and I was upgrading their websites. That's how I was making money. But eventually, that, that went dry because I upgraded their websites to the point where they didn't need upgrading anymore. And my, my cash flow dropped significantly over the course of six months. I was selling things like I had a Warhammer collection that I sold, and I really loved it, but I sold it. And it got a lot of money, actually, £200 for like a little piece of metal. Crazy. Um, but yeah, rent and, uh, paying for food and you know, basically the cost of living just ran my expenses dry and I had to come up with a solution and I turned to YouTube for that. I was hoping to raise maybe 200, $300 or something like that and then sell my computer and, uh, which I didn't sell by the way, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, and back to the question of how I felt, I don't know. I can't explain it. I don't think I can put something like that into words. It just, it melted me, but it also put me together at the same time. 
so difficult to explain how it felt. It was one of the most beautiful things. To Overwhelming. Watch, I remember I was watching the Running Man um, stream and just watching this amount go up and up and up and up and up. Um, and you're, you're probably aware, not a lot of people are aware, but uh, PayPal kind of screwed the Running Man over uh, because he was adamant that all the money that was raised was going to go to you. And then he got stung with this massive transaction fee um, that uh, a few of us chipped in some extra afterwards to help cover that for him. And eventually uh, PayPal uh, refunded him because it was for a charity fundraiser. But I think it was close to a thousand US dollars, uh, 700 kind of rings in my mind, about $700 fee they were going to charge him for doing that fundraiser. And then he had all the trouble of um, PayPal having a limit on how much you could transfer. And it was just because it was all kind of so sudden. Um, but um, that was a beautiful thing of um, him to do for you as well, mate. And I'm certain that's something um, you'll find a way one day to repay for him. I don't think I can do, do that. It's not just the money, you know, it's like, it's the sentiment that he went out of his way. He streamed for all of these hours. He put his reputation on the line to lift me up. You understand? I didn't I didn't want it to be like um, him saying it's a charity organization and his fans could have turned around and said, that's not a charity, that's Wobo, you know? Yeah. He's, he's living in a first world country, he can survive. You've got people in third world countries that, you know, he put his reputation, he, he risked it for me and he got massive massive amounts uh, raised for it i mean the running man in his current position he, i saw him he had four thousand viewers the other day i think it was saturday or friday last week and i was just so thankful that someone like that has that many viewers you know like mm -hmm. a lot of people you look at on the internet when it comes to streamers you see a lot of these douchebags at the top they're just complete assholes and you think why why, why are they at the top and you look at the running man, you're like, there's a guy that deserves what he has. He, he earned it. He worked his ass off for that as well. When he started, he was doing 24-hour streams, 12 hours, 24. I think he did a 30 or 40-hour stream at yeah, one point. 30, it was so crazy how much he was streaming. But, yeah, he, he deserves all of it, you know. He really is. He's the man. He's the man when it comes to Daisy. If you don't know who the running man is, then you're not involved with Daisy enough. <laughs> if, you, if you don't know who running man's is, you must have been living under a rock for the last like five years at this point. Yeah, yeah he's been on it from, from the start. I remember um, us getting together for our first, his one of his first streams. And um, he had hardly any subscribers at this point. I think he's on a few thousand. And like, you know, under 100 viewers or something like that. We streamed together. I was over that. I was like 200-ish um, or something like that. And um, I think that he was such a great guy back then, and he still is now, that I thought he was going to go very far. He was a great streamer, very good, especially for someone starting out. And I thought he was going to go really far, and, you know, he has. He really has. And I think we've kind of bounced off each other i helped him a little bit in the beginning i'm not going to say that i've raised him or anything like that he could have done all of that on his own we did what, like one stream together or something like that i'm not saying that i helped him any any way um but it's you know it's, it's a two-way street when it comes to streamers you, you have to help each other um become better at everything i guess I'm probably I think that's kind of mate. part of the issue, isn't it? With, with Twitch and what have you, it's it's still, it's very, in comparison to something like YouTube, for example, Twitch is still a very cutthroat kind of business. It's still very much 
you know, I want all the viewers, I don't want you to have the viewers kind of mentality to a degree with some people. Whereas I think having someone like like Paul running man's who, you know, is willing to start, like you said, put his reputation on the line, it's all well and good saying, you know, oh, you should raise some money for this person and being nice. But, you know, to, to actually go to the level he did and, you know, and like you say, money, money is nice and all, but it, it, it's, a, it's a different kettle of fish when you put your reputation on the line for someone. I think that's pretty, it's a pretty cool thing to say the least. Yeah, I, I owe him a lot. You know, if you ask me tomorrow if I could drive to his house to help him move, I would do it straight away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I owe him so much. I really do. The million dollar question, mate, is how's your mum? She's really good at the moment. Yeah, she's she has a boyfriend. Yeah, really? um, she didn't she didn't tell me for the first few moments because it's kind of like, um, I think, I don't know, like I think she thinks that I don't like her having a boyfriend or something like that. <laughs> it's kind of it's strange, and uh, she didn't tell anybody actually within the family. And then a couple of months ago, he came round, and it was like you know quite awkward. But um, he's a really nice guy, really nice. Um, they get on really well, and she's really happy with him. Um, the only thing that affects her right now from the whole cancer situation is her arms have a bit of difficulty with lifting heavy objects still. Mm -hmm. um, they're much better than they, what, what they were, and her speech um, is much better now. It wasn't that great. About six months ago, she had an operation to remove some more skin from under her neck, which uh, freed up her tongue to move a bit more in her mouth. So um, she could speak a bit better, but it's, you know, it's quite clear that she has um, something wrong with her mouth, you know. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys saw the images, but the operation was, you know, 12 hours long or something like that. And it was very intense for her body. And uh, the recovery stage was months. It took months for that scar to heal. And it became infected several times. Um, we had to go to A&E on Christmas Day, on Christmas evening, um, because accident emergency that is in England, because the um, the scar on her neck split open and all this stuff came out, um, which is lovely on Christmas after your dinner, <laughs> after your Christmas dinner. So we spent uh, a good eight hours on a night on the, in A&E the &E at the hospital. Um, it was just a rocky road, really. I think, but I believe that I've come out of this much stronger as a person, and I'm hoping that I can use that for the future. I think I have already, really. I feel much happier in my abilities. And I think it, I think it might uh, shine through my content as well. I don't know if you guys have been watching my content, but I believe it is better than what I had before. 100% um, agree, mate. 100%. Maybe because I put more effort into it, I'm not sure. You, you could see that... Um... Like part of the uh, reason why I was asking, you know, how's your mum and all the rest of it? Because it's almost like you've come back um, with this whole new energy. Um, you have taken your videos, like I've been looking at them rather critically, and you've just, you've upped your game. I didn't think that was possible with what you're doing, but you've upped your game even further. Um, your production quality is fucking outstanding, other than calling concrete contrary. Um, yes, I did spot that in your last video. You didn't notice that, did you? What's that? In your um, in the list of um, materials in the game, um, you had one typo. Concrete was concrete. Concrete. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. 
No, no one's going to let that let that go. Oh, no, no, there won't be a Country. wall of comments. There won't be a wall of comments in your video. Uh, but no, you've really upped it, mate. Like your transitions between scenes and just the the you, you've taken the the science. Like I remember you did a penetration video back in the day, but now with the tools that are available, you've just you've gone to the next level, mate. You know, you've you've seen other people they were filling in the gap while you were gone, and you're like. Guess who's back, baby? The king is back. And you've just... The stuff you're doing now is next-level brilliant, mate. I'm enjoying it a lot. I often used to wonder how, back in the day, that you you even got some of the information that you got without having access to the game files or something. But as soon as you said you were coming back and I knew that modding was available and the game files were available for you to rip to pieces, I I had a feeling your levels were going to go up and they have already. Um, the fact that you've made use of modding as well um, is absolutely brilliant. And as I'm pretty sure there's a lot more stuff you can do yet as well. I'm sure there is, yeah. Um, back in the day, I had to, you know, if I wanted to do a tip and I forgot to get a piece of footage for fishing, I had to spend maybe two or three hours collecting the necessary materials to just get that 10-second clip of me doing a fishing. And now I can just jump in the game and I can spawn whatever I want, teleport to wherever I want, get the clip, and I can get back straight to it. That's probably why, as well, that the um, quality has improved because I can, you know, I, I spend less time messing around doing stuff that isn't necessary. Yeah, testing and repetition must be so much easier for you now and you can just yeah. pop something in straight away. Yep, I even turned zombies off on my server. It's so it's such a relief. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to, you know, deal with those. No pesky infected coming up and ruining your recording. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what's it what's it been like then coming back now with with how everything was with Daisy back in the day when you know before you took your break and what have you? It's what what's been the sort of the, the big glaring changes for you that's sort of really made you want to come back and actually enjoy making making this content again uh, the reason i wanted to come back in the first place is because youtube allows me to be so creative and i just love the creative side of it um the second part was that i saw how the game had changed and i jumped in one day i just thought you know i'll give it a go because i haven't played it in such a long time and i ran up to a wall and i pressed spacebar and I climbed over this thing, and I just I just took a step back, and I was like, what? Climbing? You can climb in this game? And then it just led me on this road to find out what else has been added. I was looking in the forums. I was looking here. Um, there's a change log on the wiki that lists everything that's been changed. And there's so much stuff that's been added to the game that I just, I you know, some, some stuff that I don't know yet. I mean, it's going to take me months to catch up with the rest of the people. In the meantime, I can specialize in, say, ballistics, um, but at the moment, it's like if I stream and I don't know something, then I feel like a complete noob. And I'm that guy that knows stuff. And if somebody comes into my stream and is like, oh, yeah, this guy, he knows his stuff. And I'm like, how do you do that again? And they're like, what? How do, how do you not know that? See, I, I don't know See, about uh, the fact that you're a noob, mate. I think it's awesome. Um, like I spent last night playing with Vigilante Gamer, if you know who he is. Um, oh, and yeah, it was, definitely. It was so good watching um someone rediscover the game and you know if you, you know who vidge is then you know how much of a fan he was of daisy and he, he was just so awesome listening to him go my god this game has come so far and he tweeted out you know just saying finally 
Daisy is at a state where if anyone asked me if I should buy Daisy, um, I would say yes. It is just amazing what the game has done. We were playing on a uh, more hardcore realistic server uh, and it was absolutely fantastic to just, yeah, and it's great watching you do the same, mate. You know, just this almost sense of amazement. Yeah, you, know, you can hear it. I, like I said, I haven't got to watch a lot of your streams, but I have got to watch a couple. And it's great just seeing your amazement of, oh, wow, you can do this now. And it, it it's a feel-good moment, isn't it, Ben? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wish... I, at the moment, obviously, there's this big hype on Daisy, and there's a lot of people coming back. I'm jealous watching them all read, like, discover stuff. I wish I could go back and rediscover everything again. But, yeah, I, think, I, th I think that's part of what I like about with the modding. Uh, obviously, everyone knows that you know I'm I'm a big fan of uh, of the modded side of things rather than vanilla. But I think having all these different maps now, like if you go on the Daisy standalone launcher, you can actually filter via map, and you see the amount of different ones there. Obviously, you've got your standard, you've got your Deer Isle, your Chimseys, but there's so many other ones now, like Valming and and you know various others that. I kind of get that on occasion. I'll I'll sort of I'll go on to a new map that I've not played on before. Or I haven't played much, and it is it's weird. It kind of almost gives that sense of discovering something new because it's because again, essentially, it is. It's still the same game, just on a different map, you know. But it's there's so much that has changed in the last sort of year or two now that you know it is. You almost are rediscovering something new every day, even if you you know even if you like me play it on almost a daily basis. That's true. Yeah, I mean, doing my tips video, I had to um, make sure that these tips were correct and that they were in this particular patch and they were added in this patch or they were changed in this patch because the previous patch, 1.08, I didn't really play. I played um, a couple of streams on it, I think, and that was about it. I didn't have a lot of info on it. I mean, when, you, when you're doing information for a game and you're an information YouTuber, you have to be up to date with all the knowledge and you kind of need to have that background behind you, the foundation of all those little things, those tiny little adjustments, that little bit of writing that you read on Reddit six months ago can make a whole world of difference when it comes to six months later and you have to explain something to someone. Because um, you lose a lot of reputation if someone knows something and, and um, you you kind of don't. They they don't really understand that you've been away from the game. Um, they just understand that you're a YouTuber that gives out information. And I've had a few comments on YouTube already, probably some, from some nasty people, um, just saying, you know, how did you not know this? This has been in the game since blah, blah, and blah, 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 and all the rest of it, which is, you know, it's to be expected. It's, it's going to take a while for me to adjust back to the game. Um, but right now, it's incredible. Like Daisy has improved so much. It's shocking how much it's improved. I wasn't expecting this. I really wasn't. I was expecting the mess that I saw before two years ago when I logged in at 0.63. I think that was the last time I logged in. I think I did a charity stream, actually, yeah, for a skydive in 2018. Mm -hmm. I think that was during 0.63. I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah, that went good. That went really good. What's did you follow Daisy much or most... your days off? Oh, sorry, Boyden. Sorry, did you follow sorry. Daisy much in your time off? I didn't follow it at all, no. Not even yeah. slightly. Like, on the Reddit, I would jump in now and again. Um, if an interesting video popped up on my YouTube, I would, I would watch YouTubes now and again. But um, in general, I stepped away from it. I stepped away from gaming completely. I, you know, for two 
or three years, I wasn't on my computer hardly at all. I'd, I'd go on my phone to watch YouTube. Um, I'd sit in my bed and watch YouTube on my phone instead of going to my computer. And most of it, uh, my computer was just sat there doing nothing at all unless I had an idea to to create something in Photoshop or, you know, I wanted to play an online game with old friends or something. Um, it was very rare that I was on my computer. So as a result, it was very rare that I was looking at anything daisy related. Ben? What's been your um, what's been your favourite or most surprising discovery so far since coming back then? There's too many. There is too many. I think when I first discovered climbing, that's when I was shocked because I remember this old Daisy of when it was so clunky. You pressed V to vault over something, and it could take like two or three seconds for it to initiate, so you could get over this little fence. And I think the last time I played the game, you couldn't jump at all in 0.63 or, or some patch around there. Um, and to climb, to watch, to, to go over to this object and press the spacebar, because I was pressing V and nothing happened. I think it changed my perspective, actually. And I pressed spacebar, and this guy like did this animation to climb up. The, it was sandbags, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was sandbags, the bunker that you can shoot through. There's like little holes you can peek yeah, through. Yeah. Um, and he climbed up on top of this thing, and I was like, "What the fuck? You can climb!" And it just it just completely blew away that that feeling I had of Daisy being so clunky. And now you had this fluid animation giving me access to this, you know, to get on top of this thing. It was amazing for me. That was that was like a, a game changing op- uh, moment for me, definitely. So much fun that was. But I was I was alone, you know. If I was doing that streaming, I would have. You know, it probably would have made it to Reddit or something because I was almost crying. <laughs> and what's what's it been like coming back to to Daisy community as a as a whole? Because mm. I think when you were sort of in your heyday, so to speak, um, you know, it, it was obviously a very different landscape back then. What's it been? What's your sort of your take now been on the community as far as you know, seeing new faces, old faces, and and sort of things like that? I'm going to be honest. It feels like the Daisy community has been watered down a bit. Um, I don't mean to like shit on anybody, but there's a number of channels that I, you can quite see, quite clearly see they're just out there, you know, for the views and whatnot. It's not about the love for Daisy. Um, back when we had like Jam Jar and um, Blackout, Mr. Moon, Kiwo, they had a deep love for the game. You could tell just from their content. Mr. Moon alone. Holy shit, his content was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a little bit watered down now compared to what it was. That's just my opinion, though. You know, like most of the creators that I've seen are incredible. And, you know, they definitely deserve a place in the Daisy community. Um, it's good to see loads of people that were here before still interested in the game, like Boydie, um, Wee Devil, you know. I don't remember you, Brimstone. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm fairly new, to be fair. I, uh, I see. I've, okay. I've only I've well, I've been part of the Daisy community for about five years, uh, but I've only been a streamer and sort of really knuckled down with being part of the community for the last sort of two. So, yeah, I'm I'm mm-hmm. a I'm a fairly fresh face if you ignore the actual mug itself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I think what I'm talking about can be seen on the Daisy Reddit. Where it's a lot of there's a lot of memes now, and it's just like meme after meme. It's not really much about discussing Daisy. It's more about you know 
uh, memeing I, about I avoid that place like the plague. Don't go near yeah. Daisy Reddit me. I used it's to love that place. place. Uh, no, server owners just get abused on there, so I just stay away from it. I feel I almost feel like every time I log on to Reddit and I go onto the Daisy Reddit, I should be I should be wearing some sort of hazmat suit or something. It's just such a horrific, toxic place at times. Like there's there's some fantastic people on there that put you know that are, are very willing to help out and give the you know give the information and the advice on you know if someone said oh how do I do this or that but yeah it's such a it's a fucking dark place nowadays. Yeah, it used to be like my home because um, I would get information from there for tips. You know, like I would say half the tips I ever got was from Reddit, from people saying that they discovered something and then I'd go and test it in game. Um, maybe I'd find another tip for it, and you know, maybe turn a, make a twist of my own tip with it. I'd credit the person if if it was one hundred percent their tip. Um, but I used to used to just go onto there every day, several times a day actually, and look for information and you know talk to the community, help people out. And it seems like it's definitely gone downhill since then. It has a lot more people in there subscribed and viewing it, but. It's like I said, watered down. It's you know, it's not as good. It's difficult. If 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 anything, right now, it's more difficult to find the information or find the the good topics when it comes to that Reddit now. The good thing is you're connected with a lot of modders now, so they're really good sources of information. Um, as well, though, a lot of it's moved to Discord now. Depending, obviously, depending on which Discord you're in. I know you said you don't use use it very much. But depending on which one you're in, some of them are really useful for getting info from. Yeah, I've joined a few modding communities, um, as well as joining the Daisy Discord as well. Um, back when I was making videos, Discord it only just started, I would say, after about six months to a year into Discord. I was still using TeamSpeak to talk to people. <laughs> um, and this is the first time I've used um, Discord since about three years ago to talk to people so that's why it wasn't set up or anything like that but yeah i need to, i need to join some more communities within discord to uh, get that information to get those tips to spread information among the community so that we can all become better players you know i reckon if you sure. started your own discord mate if you haven't already um you'd probably find a lot of people would be interested in joining it um just purely for you know like you said you give credit and all the rest of it um to be able to give wobo a tip that features and you know special credit to brimstone for letting us know um this beard growing hack for daisy yeah. how to make your character's beard grow bigger but speaking of giving credit who is nuv ah uh, yeah nuv <laughs> well he's a long-term friend when it comes to daisy like um we started out he started up watching my videos and then we started to play the game together and he was helping with experiments and um, helping out a lot and then recently I created a Patreon again um, to support me during my transition back into c content creation because it is very difficult to burn your savings while you're creating content you know I could be out there uh, with another job earning enough money to survive but right now it's it's difficult when you're transitioning between two different um, things I'm doing full-time now so Nuv um, supports me on Patreon and he's got the $25 tier. So $25 a month gets you uh, a shout-out at the start of the video. So that's the way I've done that to yep. make ends meet at the moment. 
and he, he still helps me. He's within the um, Discord as well, the Wobo Discord. He uh, um, posts whenever I post a video. He can post tips. He has information, you know. Um, but the thing is, because I have test dummies within Daisy now, it's not like we're talking much <laughs> because I'm focusing like 100% on getting this science out to people. There's so much that we don't know yet. There really is so many questions. I have a list of video ideas as long as my arm is crazy. You've, re you've replaced your friend with AI. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way of the future, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Easier to work with and they don't cost as much, do they, mate? Sorry, what was that? Easier to work with and they don't cost as much. Exactly, yeah. And they're expendable. Spawn them in, you know. <laughs> the thing is, I don't really want to bother these people. I mean, if I turn around to them and say, hey, can I get some help? It's when when you're talking to a content creator that you like maybe look up to, I don't know if he does, then it's very difficult to say no. And I don't want to put him in a situation where he has to make a choice between looking after somebody or doing something for himself and helping me with, you know, like you said, a silly game at the end of the day. So I don't like to bother people, you know? Like you said, I mean, people that put the level of commitment into videos you do, um, I've given another example like Frankie. No, like you've just explained before, they'll, they'll spend two, three hours trying to get what might be 10 seconds. And now that you don't have to worry about that so much, that must be a bit of a relief. Makes it easier for you to schedule what you're going to do, you know. Exactly, yeah. This is um, really why I'm looking forward to when Frankie returns, because he can just create these incredible adventures. He's, he's a really, really good content creator. I think what he's going to do with Daisy is going to be next level, you know. Magic Apple, he was he's creating not likely, mate. He's not likely. Now, Ben there's, um, there's... can fill you in on that. Well, <laughs> there's been development since. Oh, yeah, there's the there all right. All I can say is rumors now at the moment that he might be coming to do some Daisy. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I thought it was confirmed. He's definitely okay. doing. He's definitely one hundred percent been doing um, what he's calling Armor Three Daisy. I don't know if that's what possibly you might have heard. He's definitely done some of that. Um, he he did say that he at one point he did say he wasn't going to return to standalone, but since then there's been some rumor that's going around that he might be might be doing some. As I say, that's only a rumour I've heard it in my Discord off somebody random. It like, could be worth a pinch of salt. I don't know. But... Well, either way, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> if he does come back. Yeah, right. even, yeah. If it's, even if it's armour-free content for Daisy, it'll still mm -hmm. be amazing. Yeah. His, exactly. his levels of adding. Look, maybe it's the Shroud effect as well. Yeah, there's a lot of interest in Daisy right now, probably more so than armour. Um, and end of the day... Frankie's a pretty savvy businessman, so makes business yeah, sense. Yeah, it might have been something like that's changed since, I don't know. I think that's the thing, isn't it? Now we've got so many content creators, you know, old and new coming coming around again. We've, you know, we, like you say, we've got Shroud coming back and big content creators like him and so many people like yourself, Wobo, you know, coming back that, are, that have taken breaks. We've seen like Deadly Slob and people like that coming back to the game. I know that um, 
the the beard migos as they're known uh Podedo, loyal patriot and kd wolf yeah. had a run yesterday uh all three yeah. of them together oh, that, awesome. that's yeah that's i mean for me personally that's my bread and butter of what daisy content creation was because that was they were sort of the first three main guys that i sort of bumped into and sort of you know started watching when i first got into it so i think now we've got so many eyes on the on the product again it's uh it's going to be an interesting time in the next sort of year or so to see see how things progress and how things change. I think things can only go up from here. Um, yeah. What I've seen returning and all these people coming to Daisy is shone a massive light on the Daisy community and the game itself. Um, I believe the community outshines the game itself. The community is what makes Daisy so very good. Um, and I think people will see Daisy and they see all these content creators making content for Daisy and they'll be like, wow, what's this game? Everybody's playing it. And then they'll see the community and get involved with the community and they'll love it. Um, that's what's brought so many people to Daisy and that's what's kept them in the Daisy community is the Daisy community. You know, it's, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, you get involved with the community, you stay with the community. It's the way it is. Yeah. I mean, I had to return, you know, after three years I've come back. So... And as well, all these, all the, oh yeah, all the, all the people coming back as well and bringing new light on. Has also, it's been good to see that that's that's having a benefit to all the people that have been slogging away for ages. Like you mentioned, Running Man before, but I've just been looking at people's channels recently, and even smaller, smaller, you know, what you'd call smaller streamers, all the all the channels have got a little bit more views, so everybody's benefit benefiting benefiting from it already. It's good to mm -hmm. see. That is really good. And it also um, bring in more content creators, I think. Like more content creators, more talent will come into the uh, the field. Yeah. And we'll see a lot more people. Like recently I saw the running man had uh, somebody create a video about his intro song. Yep. You know, the, the running man intro song, I'm sure you know it. You know, <laughs> I'm a great singer. Um, and you know, that guy is incredibly talented. Like the guy who did the music, not Paul. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. Paul is very good too. Very good streamer. Um, Just don't but like people it. like that, for example, and that's, that's the sort of thing that I like to see, you know, that sort of content is golden, golden content right there. And that's the sort of content that will come to DayZ as more and more people get interested in the game. The Acoustic Bands was the uh, video and yeah, uh, my favourite part of it was him using the Heinz beans can as the slider on the guitar arm. <laughs> was it was pretty pretty well done. Pretty well done. That's what I mean by talent. He he doesn't just make the music sound good. He makes it sound good with style. That's talent. Yeah, you talk about that. Um, uh, yeah, a little bit of a um aside there but um i love some of the stuff people have done with music you've got lkp1 from dvs who does all these dance tracks and uh probably my favorite one is barely infected um you've got Stock keen who made mosalina for mr blackout back in the day um but probably my favorite music related thing with daisy is barely infected's campfire song um i don't know if you heard, heard that but that is absolutely brilliant um, barely okay. infected, recorded list. the song himself. Um, I'll find you a link for it. It's on um, SoundCloud. Um, probably about every couple of months, I just go back and listen to it again. Running Man used it in one of his videos. 
Um, uh, and it is absolutely brilliant. If someone could um, search for it, uh, Barely Infected, SoundCloud, uh, The Summer Song, I think it's called, um, and put a link to it in chat. It is absolutely beautiful. Raw, just acoustic guitar sound and no lyrics or nothing, just a beautiful song. I really need to uh, watch a few tutorials on Discord. I have no idea how to use it. <laughs> I've got a channel, like, you know, <laughs> I've got my own Discord server and I don't know what to do with it. You know, I don't even know how to get an invite link. There you go. Uh, Mark's how... just found it. He's got a link for you uh, right there um, to the Barely Infected, the summer song. Such a beautiful song. There are so many talented people out there nowadays. I mean, Uncle oh, yeah. Ray Ray's got someone on uh, in his chat as well. I, I, yeah. I'm absolutely terrible with names. I can never remember the person's name, but they've... Camino. Uh, that's the one. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah, Camino, the, the stuff that, that Camino does, like created whole, literally whole songs, about a, a dozen or so of them all centered around uncle ray ray it's got you know he's taking clips of like sound bites of things uncle ray ray said and made drum and bass music out of it and i'm not even <laughs> a massive fan of drum and bass music i'm a heavy metal fan but i sometimes i'll find myself sat there like half an hour before one of ray ray stream starts and i just notice i'm just starting like humming or whistling like the song that i know is gonna play during his intro for his stream and i'm like fuck it's stuck in my head now and i've got no choice but to sit and watch it before his stream starts so that I can actually get that song out of my head for, you know, five minutes. Easy Rider's got a point there in chat. He said, I love folks like Mr. Blackout and a list of early Daisy streams, but I noticed all of these guys went from 1,000 viewers to often less than 50 when they left Daisy. Going back to the game is a, a, a good business decision. Sorry to be a bit cynical. No, you're not being cynical, mate. You're being re realistic, but at the end of the day, there would have been nothing, like we all saw it. Some of these people, I won't say who, but, you know, Wobo, you remember as well, Ben, you remember. Some of these people turned quite nasty about Daisy uh, and were saying some really negative comments about it. Um, I never heard Mr. Blackout say anything nasty. I know he said that the game wasn't fun for him anymore, but I could think of nothing worse than someone who I idolised, like Mr. Blackout, hearing him hate on the game because he played it for too long. Um, and why you know, there, there's so many who they needed a break from it. Um, you know, your your break right. was kind of out of your hands, but other people, yeah, there's not a lot of people who can stick with playing a game. What is it, six, seven years? Yeah, I took a year out, seven years I've been at it now, and I had a year out. It is difficult to play for that long, definitely. Um, I guess what it comes down to is. Is it an addiction or is are you having fun playing the game? Yeah. I yep. think that's the, the decision you need to make on your own. You, you, you know, no one can help you with that. Um, but for me at the moment, I, I want really, really want to play the game. But because there's so much to do, like <laughs> so much information that I need to get out there, that I, it just, it, I wake up early in the morning. I do. I have five and a half hours sleep, six hours sleep because I wake up. And I'm like, I've got to get this information out there. This information they must know. And I'm trying to put it into a way to, to get it out there on YouTube. Um, and I'm in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, I need to play the game. I want to play this game. All this information I'm learning about it, and I, I haven't properly played it. I think the last time I properly played it was on stream, like three weeks ago, maybe. Um, 
every time I've been in Daisy since then, I've been doing experiments. That's it. Just science. Getting yeah. on with uh, finding information out and getting videos out. But at the at the um, on the other end of that, it's like I said, going back to making a living. Um, I've got to focus on getting those YouTube videos out as soon as possible. I make more money from YouTube, or I used to at least, than I did from streaming. So YouTube was like one of my main sources of revenue. So. Especially when the division came along, you know, Ubisoft, they were advertising. It was, you know, one of my videos got 500,000 views on division. I didn't completely step away from Daisy at that point. I was still playing Daisy while playing this division. But yeah, that game, that game died. Daisy is still here, you know. <laughs> I don't think Daisy will go anywhere anytime in the next five years. I think, I mean, I, I, I'm thinking I'd already to the Namalsk and then Wobo's top tips on Namalsk. Yeah. Like, I'm ready for it. <laughs> I don't know much about Namalsk. I'm guessing, um, right, so Samarak, right, he's creating a map, right, I guess? Is this yeah, what I've heard? Yeah, well, yeah it's, more, it's a bit more than a map. Um, it's, it completely changes up some of the survival mechanics as well. Like it's a frozen wasteland, right. so if you find food, it's frozen. You've got to defrost it before you can eat it. That sounds incredible. This oh, is shit. the kind of yeah. mod, that's the sort of um, mod that I was thinking about the other day. Uh, other day. We have loads of these mods around, um, and they're mishmashed around, but we don't have a default for mods, I think, yet. It's from what I've seen, like there's no standard when it comes to mods, like... This is the core things that you have. I think that's what happens when you have a modding community. You have um, an initial period where people are giving giving out mods and we're experimenting. Kevin, this mod works. This one doesn't. Modders watching right now. They're judging oh, exactly. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, then this would be some good information for them. <laughs> and then what happens eventually, like with the Skyrim community, um, is there's a set of mods that everybody uses. And then there's a few mods that people put on top of it, like cherries on top of the pudding, you know, yeah. um, on ice cream or whatever. So I think eventually that's what we're heading towards is a set of key mods that improve the game a significant amount, amount more than vanilla. You still won't be able to get the vanilla experience from these mods and people will go back and keep on vanilla for that, for that reason. Um, but there will be, like, most of the community will be moved over onto these set of very defined mods with maybe some cherries on top. Like I, I think we're kind of seeing the beginnings of that now, to be honest with you. Um, and you've got, like, more, I don't know if you've checked out Expansion at all yet. Um, that sort of, that's starting to set, like, a, you know, a precedent for out of the, the level of quality for mods. Um, there's a, there's a few other big ones in the works as well, and they're just just yeah just in general recently the level, the levels that people you know mods that have been produced has has jumped significantly. So you're probably you're probably starting to see it's just starting to see the start of that now. Yeah, I mean I haven't really been involved, like I said, for the last three years, so I'm still learning all of the mods. I know Daisy expansion. That's a very very big yeah. one. And I've heard about Namask as well. I don't even know how to pronounce it. You've got it right, then. Hey, what are you me... Yeah? yeah? Okay, cool. I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> 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 um, 
but yeah i think we are like you said we're probably seeing the beginning of it yeah and it, it is heading down that road and i'm really looking forward to seeing daisy in a different light with those mods but yeah it's just going to take time i think so what's your what's your sort of ultimate sort of end goal if you like what's your what's your sort of plans for the next sort of near future now now that you're back and obviously judging by your content you know since you've come back you're well in the swing of things you know what's your sort of your your thoughts for the near future next for me is getting into a routine of um not only balancing my youtube my twitch and all the rest of it but also working out on a regular basis seeing my girlfriend on a regular basis family you know getting it back into a routine is the most important thing for me at the moment um but beyond that the next step for me and Wobo is a website. And this website is going to contain a whole series of tools that you can use. You can select different armor. You can you will literally be able to see the armor that you selected. You'll be able to see all the stats that come with it, the heat comfort values, how hot you're going to be with the setup you have. Um, it's going to give you all of the, um, the stats for ballistic protection, everything like that, as well as the weapon sheet that I've been working on. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. Um, I haven't released it yet. I knew about your website as well. I think I think I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, maybe a few podcasts back that you were making it. I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. That'll, yeah. be, that'll be a really useful tool. Yep. Um, it's going to have a whole series of tools that you can compare weapons, you can compare loadouts of armor. Um, there's going to be a hitbox tool on there too. To it's going to be an educational website where my videos are going to be on there too, as well as YouTube. I'm never going to step away from YouTube. Um, they'll be on the website and there'll be um, like written content with it as well, as well as like diagrams and information. And you can just go onto the website if you don't know something, and then you can just really quickly learn about what it is in, in a few paragraphs, you know. So it, it'll be kind of like a wiki, but an expanded wiki, I guess. And I'll go over each weapon, I'll go over each piece of armor. Um, and it would just be something that I do on a site while I'm doing Twitch and YouTube. If I have like 10 minutes spare, then I can quickly jump on and add a weapon um, or like, you know, a few stats or something like that. And it would be something that I can fill my time with um, when I do have downtime. I think you'd, you'd quite benefit in that regards from uh, from speaking to Asmondian. So I think I think there's there's sort of a, a very good power couple in my mind yes. there. You know, you, you put you put Wobo and Asmondian together and the, the 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 depth of knowledge and information about Daisy that will come from the two of you together would be absolutely phenomenal. Do you know who Esmondian is, Wobo? Yep, he's helped me get back into the game. I have retweeted him a few times um, on on Twitter, and I probably will um, give him you know a link out on YouTube, and I'd recommend him definitely for his infographics. They're incredible. They helped me get back into the game. Um, just very quick snippets of information, just bang, and you've got that information. It's like it's so well presented as well. Like the artwork is incredible. Him as a person, you know, he's always giving out great information. So um, yeah, I'd highly recommend him, and he helped me a lot get back into Daisy in its current state. I still haven't got through all of his images yet. I downloaded all of them. <laughs> um, I've got them on my desktop, and I've got it on my list of things to do, and it's right near the bottom because. You know, learning learning these parts of the game aren't that important for me. It's learning what I need to make videos for. That's the important thing for me at the moment. A lot of the old ones of his uh, won't be relevant anymore because the game's moved on since then. 
So probably just the more recent ones. The old ones would be nice just for nostalgia value, but a lot of the values have changed. Um, and a lot of the stuff has changed from what he talked about in the early uh, screenshots he did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's going to be the struggle with the website is updating and keeping it up to date because mm -hmm. when I was creating my weapon sheet and doing information like for my assault rifles video, um, I had a, a lot of problems with the wikis and them being out of date. I'd look in the game files and there'd be different values and I'd have to double check stuff with the wiki because it was out of date. So um, I think that's the driving force behind why I'm going to go with a website instead of just releasing this as a Google spreadsheet because I can I can update that information. I've got these supporters to behind me to keep me in um, a position where I can financially afford the time to update this website, you know. So that's that's the main goal. I, I'm really hoping that that would be useful. And it, I can stem away from Daisy as well when it comes to that. Say if a new game comes out, a new survival game, I can, on that website, create a different section for that um, particular part. A particular game, I mean. So yes, yeah, I think it's a very bright future going down that road. It also puts all of Wobo into one place. So I think that's the best way to go at this point. I think websites are. It's, it seems weird that over the last few years, websites haven't really been much of a a driving force. A lot of people have kind of overlooked them to a degree and sort of thought well you know there's not much point since you've got so much with social media and things nowadays but i think websites are definitely definitely a very important sort of part of the picture to to really get information across now mm -hmm, definitely i mean you can have twitter and patreon and youtube and twitch and have them all interconnected but um with a website you can have it all in the same place you can have the stream there the youtube videos can be automatically uploaded there um you can set up PHP scripts because I was a web designer before, so I know how to do all this stuff. I can set up scripts that automatically change stats based on the values that are in the game files. All I need to do is upload the game files to the server, and it will automatically change all of the stats through the databases. And it would be so simple for me to do it. Just upload it, bang, done, you know, all updated, wiki finished. Um, and that's, that's the future um, of that website. I'm really looking forward to it, really am. Stuff but yeah, yeah, I can't think of very many websites that are dedicated to Daisy that have got you know much useful information on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can look on the wiki now and again, um, but like I said, it's a lot of them are quite outdated. Mm. I guess they've moved away from it. They saw um, maybe like patch zero point five five. It was just terrible that patch was. I remember it still. Um, and I think a lot of people turned away from the game then. It was like two to 3,000 people were playing it concurrent. Um, and that was only released on PC then, so that was an actual number. But yeah, it's uh, incredible to see it grow over the last few years, Daisy. It's a really incredible game. I think we reached the old time all-time high for players online recently, didn't, didn't we? Sure it was. Yeah, I think I saw someone put something up of it being like something like 35,000 concurrent players or something the other day. I don't know what That's the... Yeah. yeah, I don't know what the all-time high is, but I'm pretty sure it's somewhere around there. 
It's in the 40s. Yeah, I think I saw somebody post on Twitter. I think it was Dewan. Um, Dewan, who posted on Twitter something about it. I think I retweeted it, actually. The one's in chat, for real now. Yeah, I saw he was an admin here. Just... He's the one that did the mod, uh, the mm -hmm. bullet uh, projectile debug mod, yeah. the one where you can see the bullet lines. Mark. Uh, our resident bad boy turned good boy. Actually, do you know, Wobo, who um, the one is? <coughs> I've only heard... I heard of him before, actually, yeah. I heard of him um, when I was doing my videos before, but now, obviously, I know who he is. Do you, do I don't know. You, you sound like you 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 know something that I don't. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember 420 Gaming? 420 Gaming? Remember the no, hack files of DayZ back in the day that everyone was streaming, like Psy Syndicate and um, day, the dev team, Brian, and then were running around trying to find out how they got their hands on the cracked files of the game and all the rest of it? It was him. He was one of them. He, he oh, didn't steal the files. The one that did the, the airstrikes. Admins. He was one of the uh, admins of the 420 servers, yeah. Ah, so it was like a meme community of hackers that just went around destroying the game, I guess, yeah? No, no, no. no. They just did their, no? um, their, their um, hacked version of the game. Um, not, not hackers destroying it, um, but they had the um, uh, version of the game which had boats and tanks and jets and helicopters and everything um, back in the um, point. Hmm. Modern before modern existed or was supposed yeah. to be able to. <laughs> And they I were the bad boys that, of Daisy yeah. Wobo. They, you know, you, no one was a, no one reputable, even though we all wanted to go on there and play Daisy with boats. <laughs> oh yeah, go yeah. tanks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, um, I remember seeing a lot of images. Like there was a lot of hacked images of like deagles and stuff, and people asking, "How did you get that? How did you get that?" Because yeah. modding just wasn't a thing back then. And, you know, they added all these things to the game, and I thought, how did they do that? You know, I really want to do that <laughs> because it'd be so cool just to see these the model, and maybe like if they worked on an animation, you could see the animation for it or something like that. I don't know. It'd just be cool to show people that I think, and to see it yourself. So yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, I don't know anything about um, that though. Four twenty gaming, I, I didn't hear of it. Well, that'll make one happy. Yeah, I think we we kind of uh, we bring it up on a regular occurrence, don't we? Nowadays, I think we're kind of kind of torturing him for his past sins at this point. And then one day we're all going to wake up and our bank accounts have been hacked, and we've just been completely <laughs> wiped off the face of the earth from a digital existence. Yeah, I'm waiting That's to one day scary. wake up and all, all our profile pictures and everything are all of like anime girls and all daft stuff like that. We just have to be really, really nice to him. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your friends close. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he's helped out the community a lot with the um, the debug tool. Yeah. Um, for me, you know, that's been a massive help in learning how ballistics works in Daisy, and I've got massive future plans for that as well. Still. Um, he actually recently released that, so if you do want to download it, you can do that. It's on Steam. You can download it and you know test it on your own server. It's not multiplayer though, and I don't know if it ever will be. 
but I mean, if you if you like the science around and you know see the see how bullets work and stuff, then you can check it out. That's pretty cool. Anybody? I might actually do a video on that. I'm not sure though, on how to install it because it's a bit of a workaround. It's not as simple as clicking subscribe. You have to launch it using a certain .bat file and dxdiags, all this confusing stuff. He helps me a lot with setting that up. He didn't have to. He's, he's a good, good lad. Guy. As I said, yeah. he's making up for his past sins. Yeah. I say he's helped us get his uh, get his admin tool working on our server, so that, that helped us immensely with sorting various bits out. So I've got nothing but uh, nothing but love and respect for the one. As much as we take the piss on a weekly basis, he's he's definitely he's definitely one of the good ones nowadays. He's just got all your interesting to see a video on that too. Put his files on the server. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, I probably will make a video um just for anybody that does because um any so many comments have been so uh, about the I'm tripping over myself here. So many comments have been about uh the mod and how do I download it? Where do I get it? And because people want to go out and they want to test this stuff themselves and I don't blame them and they will learn stuff from it. So probably will do a video of how to install that mod. Just like a couple of minutes, it'll probably be. But I, I believe good. he does. He deserves recognition, and hopefully he that does. will lead to more people following him and yeah. more donations. I donated to him because he did something massive for me. So he actually has. It's cool um, that people want to test out your stuff as well. He actually has uh, a couple of hardcore servers as well that he's been struggling to get numbers on. Um, his deathmatch servers are very popular, uh, but he's also trying to do um, a third-person and first-person hardcore server. So if you're looking for something with some fucking amazing mods, his trader mod, if you haven't seen it, um, Wobo is just next-level brilliant, um, but definitely worth um, checking out his server. Even he, he's, he's just taking things to the next level, like his loading screen. You know, Before the um, life starts, you can actually customise your character. Um, and it's a much more intuitive um, interface than what Daisy has. Um, it's just absolutely brilliant. Um, the stuff he's got, you can customize the HUD layout for. Yeah, brilliant. Mm -hmm. I love his little uh, his little on screen message that pops up when you enter the trader zone. Yes, saying you 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 can now you are now impervious to all damage with the exception of emotional. <laughs> I, think I think that's absolutely brilliant. I would never in a million years have thought to to put that in if I was doing it. He's definitely a top modder and, and certainly one that you should follow if uh, you haven't yet. He's that one. <laughs> that one. He's, he's going to start getting a complex before long if we keep talking nicely about it. And we've got to go exactly. back to shit talking. We have to be nice. He's going to hack us, remember? <laughs> <laughs> we've got to start shit talking so we even things out a little bit. <clears throat> Okie dokie. Well, let's have a look at the uh, at the agenda for this week. Uh, so, what I'll do if I can remember how to use Discord myself. Now, just um as well, Wobo. I know you've got a family engagement tonight, mate. So, whenever you need to go, you just let us know, mate. Okay, I'll probably stick around for like half an hour more or something like that. Mm -hmm. If that's right with you guys. Absolutely. All right, I think I'm sharing my screen. Let's hope that that's going to work. Let me know if uh, if you guys have any issues seeing what I've got there. Um, but the first topic 
that we've got on the agenda uh, is actually one that uh, that Foxy Pope shared for us, and it's Deadly Slob on uh, on Twitter back on September the twelfth. Currently rendering the funniest Daisy video I've ever made in all of the years covering the game. Never had the range of random characters all together in a single episode. What a way to return to the game. The Electro Runners Society is coming for you. So I think we've we've mentioned on a on a regular basis how we've got so many sort of old school quote unquote Daisy content creators coming back now. I think that's just another one. Like I say, it's it seems to be all positive. There seems to be very little negativity coming from people that are you know that are lapsed and coming back to the community now and i think it's it's brilliant to see it i've is. noticed that we're seeing some negative comments but the people are still enjoying the game like it's good yeah it, criticism is fine so obviously you had some it made his comment um like you see that there with deadly um i i Christmas tweeted out trip. about um yeah i tweeted out about a uh about a royale event and um, uh, Deadly replied to it, and he said that um, currently he, think, he thinks Daisy PvP is a meme, so he wouldn't be interested in a PvP event. But he's mm. he's still thoroughly enjoying the game, and obviously <clears throat> yeah. he's posting content on it. So that's that's it's good that people are coming back, um, people like him, and they're, they're they're giving criticism, but they're still enjoying the game. Yeah, there seems to be a lot of that where it seems to be a lot of constructive criticism rather than that toxic crap of our fix your broken game that we've been so kind of accustomed to in this community, weirdly, over the last few years. There seems to actually be some constructive, decent feedback. And like you said, Ben, people are, are, are you know, are sort of giving that bit of constructive criticism but still enjoying themselves and still actually, you know, taking it for what it is rather than expecting the world and being disappointed. So... I think it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely heading in the right direction now. I don't think he's put anything out to say when he's going to be uploading it, but obligatory picture of a cute dog because why not? I'm all I for think, it. I um, think someone said in chat they've watched it, so it's out now. Trying to see. I don't think he's posted it oh there we go yeah so it looks like he has actually uh he has actually posted it still we made a way still we fucking adverts on youtube nowadays jesus that was a bit loud wasn't it i'll stick a link to the uh to the video in the chat there so that people can find it could definitely do without uh Without adverts doing that to my eardrums again, though. But yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely good to see guys like him coming back and actually, you know, actually giving constructive criticism and good feedback rather than just you know saying, "Oh, I hate this, I hate that." It's nice to see people actually uh, constructive about it now. Where have we got? So number two, the Daisy Weapon Melee. Ah, um, oh, Rivet Gaming. That's the one. Yeah, I think this is definitely worth uh, worth checking this one out. Hey, my, brings up my a very stamina. good point. Uh, uh, two, three. I get three attacks and I'm out. Four, five, out. I can't keep... I'm pressing the button. I'm pressing the button. I'm... 
Pressing the button, pressing the button, pressing the button, pressing the button, pressing the button. You should be able to keep bashing. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I take this uh, sledgehammer and I start swinging it, when I'm out of stamina, I'm out of stamina now. I'm able to keep swinging the sledgehammer. Wait, practicing your takedown? Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm getting some exercise in. I should should be able to swing my gun just as much as I'm able to swing that sledgehammer. There's another piece of fat and uh, steak right here for you. Ooh, thank you. All you. Yeah, so I think he, he does bring up a valid point. It almost seems like... I mean, I think someone did comment. I can't remember. I don't know if it was on... Uh, there we are. The Daisy Expansion Twitter actually put a, a somewhat valid point there. If you would be able to spam that attack, you could stunlock your enemy, and that's not fun which I think does bring up kind of a, a, a valid point. It does seem weird that they would have it so that you can, you know, the, the fact that there's a difference between the melee weapons and using your gun as a melee weapon and not being that sort of in sync as his, uh, as his clip shows. But like you say, that uh, being able to spam it and stunlock people would definitely, I think, have a, a more negative effect on the game. Sumrek has his explanation of um, how it works down below that um, brim. Yeah. So, obviously, we've got Sumrak himself, obviously, uh, posting back there saying the key difference here is that gun melee is always a heavy attack. It was designed to push your target away and pull the trigger. That being said, I agree there isn't a best place and needs some rework to be more widely used, perhaps adding light variants of the attack. I think that's a brilliant idea, personally. I think adding like a little, just a light version, he brings up a valid point. Like you say, it's meant to be, you know, you use your gun to push your enemy away enough that you can pull that weapon up and, and you know, and get shots on target. So it kind of, it makes sense to a degree. But I think I think it would be good just to have a low, a low level, you know, light melee attack with, with weapons to, to kind of even that out a little bit and make it a little bit more balanced. Where are we at? Number three, Survivor Games. This needs to happen now. I know that's that's your thing more than anything, Boydy. I know you quite uh, you're you're quite a fan of the original Survivor Games and want to see that come back. I think what Keegan's doing with his uh, with his BR mod is obviously uh, is definitely heading in that positive direction. I know Ben, you had a chance to actually go on and uh, and test that out a little bit. What was that like for you with uh, with Keegan's BR mod? Uh, I enjoyed it a lot and. The, the potential with it, I think, is huge um, for what it can bring players to Daisy. Um, but yeah, played it last night. Really enjoyed it. It, it, it. Few things needed tweaking, but he did. He, we, we played two games, and he made some adjustments between the first and the second game, and they they were all positively received. Um, yeah, the potential in it's unreal. I reckon. I reckon it could be good. Um, and as far as us doing a Survivor Games, yeah, I mean, I don't know if we could even work with with that mod or, or do something on our own. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it either way. It's something I'm keen to get started on now. I know Boyd is too. He's been uh, harassing, been messaging me. <laughs> I think that's I been your sort of main ben thing has, for a while. Um, ideas and the capacity to make those ideas into a reality. I think we've said it before as well, haven't we? That now with modding and with everything in this, with the game being in the state it's in, it's sort of 
to many it's in the best state that it's been in in you know in a very long time and now we've got these admin tools and things you know it makes putting events on a hell of a lot easier than it was you know way back when with the first ashes series and things like that. i know you guys had quite a quite an ordeal trying to set all that up back in the day and nowadays it's so much easier we, we can really see some fantastic things coming up in the near future Wobo, do you remember the survivor games I do, yeah. I took part in the first one, I think, and I died almost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think of um, them bringing back the, um, you probably know about the failed um, standalone game of uh, Survivor games they tried, but what do you think about, because they own it all now, them doing an official Survivor game series again? I think it would be really important for PvPers and people that like to watch PvP to have something that they can all um, come together with. Mm-hmm. And the Survivor Games would definitely centralize all of the PvPers of the game to go onto that stream, watch that, see all of the top streamers or top PvPers of the game come together and do a massive mashup, and it would be incredible. I would definitely watch that. Yeah. I think we need that as soon as possible. I think that that event series, like now, you've, you've probably seen them, they do a lot of these um, Twitch rival events where they bring all the streamers together to play some it. I think that was probably like the equivalent of the first Twitch rival event because it was way before that had ever been done. It was uh, it was a pretty unique event. That if Daisy won't do it again, we will. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, there's so much more availability out there now. Every everything's come on leaps and bounds in the last couple of years. That it, you know, there's so so much opportunity out there to to put together. You know, a lot of stuff. I know you guys have spoken on the podcast before about the idea of a of another Ashes uh, series as well. You know, and I think I think we'd all be mad not to at least try or to at least have a look into doing some of these big events, bringing these old ones back. I know with it, Survivor Games, we can't really call it that anymore because of the you know who owns it and and things like that, but you know change the name and do the same sort of you know a similar sort of thing i think with the with the technology we've got at our hands now you know we, we, on track to doing some doing it better than it originally was i think there's a good chance of doing a really really good job of it yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to it I'm, I'm i've been done a few little events recently but i'm, I'm looking forward to organizing something big now it's been a while yeah yeah, I think it's it's definitely well overdue. Um, so let's have a look. What was the next one? Territories. See, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna throw this guy- one over to you guys a little bit more because you're gonna know more about this than I would on, on a technical side. Um, but Dutch Ovens actually put a thing in our podcast suggestion saying, "Would love to hear some more technical people's thoughts on territories." I've heard a lot of things in terms of how they select items for persistence its effect on raiding etc i think it's an amazing concept but what other impacts can it bring and what further development is being looked into so i'll ben, let you guys sort of you, take mate. that one mm, well um so is this specifically talking about expansion territories because daisy's got territories now he doesn't actually say in mm. uh, in what he's put there so i'm not sure I think more talking about expansion-style uh, ones. 
because hey. um, Daisy has territories, but it doesn't stop you from being able to raid and stuff like that. It just okay. affects the spawn value. Right. What I will do in this point is hand it over to chat because they can do the speak. The expansion guys can tell you, not me. <laughs> I don't get in any trouble then. But even no more as a um, as a server owner. Um, as a base rating server owner, I think is where I was um, interested in your opinion on it. Uh, go on. What in what ways it could be improved? Yeah. Um. Hmm, good question. That. Um. You know, I haven't really got answer at the minute. So I'm having, a, I'm having to think about it right now. I'm not, I mean, I'm not having any. We're not having any problems with the territory system on our server. No, certainly nobody's requested anything different to be changed about it. Um, in terms of ways it could be expanded. Hmm. Well, come on then, Mango. Get in here and correct me. Then he's in the chat saying. Do it, do it, Mango. Come on, he's in the chat. Oh, you, 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 you speak about the territories. I'm not the territory man. Here he is. <laughs> I don't know anything about territories. <laughs> Neither do I. Hello. Hello. Uh, well, no, uh, Jacob is doing that with the uh, That's new. It sounds like he's talking about the vanilla territories because yep. uh, he's talking about the persistence and that's vanilla stuff. That's not expansion. Oh, okay, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm slightly under what I'm trying to understand what the, the the original thing he was going on about is. Yes. And but on the technical side, uh really it wouldn't have any effect on raiding because it doesn't prevent any of that, but all it does is it just makes the items around your base stay a bit longer. Up to forty five days longer. That's about ah, it. We're talking about that. Okay, I wasn't yeah. sure. Right, yeah, okay. yes, persistence. Okay. Right, yeah. that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. I but can't you... imagine that it would have a massive sort of uh sort of status or anything with it really, because I mean surely raiding's raiding in a sense that even with the with the you know the way it is now with you know if you can find some sort of explosive to you know, fire at a wall. I would, I would imagine that, with the exception of maybe if it, like you say, if it's making things in a radius last longer, then assuming a base is untouched, it will just, it just means that a base owner won't have to mess about with trying to reset the persistence timer by doing that whole put a nail in, take a nail out thing that a lot of people tend to do. I think, I think when it comes to the actual raid inside of things, I can't see it having much of a, much of an effect on that at all. Well, there's an unintended side effect of this new territory system. This is why I'm not well, I'm not sure whether I'm supposed to be talking about it or not, really. But there is a there isn't a side effect of it, which means you, you yeah, <laughs> you don't you don't right. So if if stuff stays, you don't you don't need storage anymore. What do you need boxes for or storage if you can just dump mm. something on the floor and it stays yeah. there? Think about it. That's not intended, or I hope not, because you've just you've just removed. You don't need a tent anymore. You don't need anything. Yeah. Just lob something on the floor. It still needs to be around the um, flag, and all someone yeah. has to do is just destroy the flag, and then after however long it's meant to stay, it just respawns. 
But haven't they? Re haven't Daisy recently, as vanilla style anyway, changed the the actual values yes. on how long things stay? Yeah, they also do like forty eight ales or something like that. Yeah, because if, if I remember rightly, it's, yeah, it's always been a case of you know if you drop a jacket or something on the floor, it's gone within you know sort of twenty minutes normally. I think, but now uh, they've changed it. Well, there you go. Yeah, two hours. So, yeah, I can't. I can't imagine. Like, I'm so. I'm so. I'm so anal retentive, if that's even the right way of wording it. About like, I can't. I could not imagine having a base and not having things in a tent and properly squared away. Like, I'm so OCD with it. I'll have like a tent for medical supplies and a tent for building supplies and a, <laughs> a barrel for this and a tent for that. The idea of of going into my base and just dropping everything on the floor and going, that's fine, that's going to be there for another month and a half yet. Like that, that genuinely makes me concerned. Yeah, but don't forget, like, it's a big territory pole. It's going to be seen from far away. So you would like want to keep it organized so people can't just take it. So not everyone's just going to drop on the floor because they can lose it. Someone might be able to take it. I mean, certainly in modded, it doesn't really affect anything because we have locked storage. So yeah. people, people prefer to store stuff in locked storage because it makes it harder to get. But yeah, I don't know. Might change things up on vanilla a bit. But I, yeah. my is heavily modded, so I'm, I'm not the guy to talk about vanilla stuff, really. Oh, there you go. Foxy's put in the uh, in the podcast agenda suggestions there a picture of the uh, the, the new uh, persistence values there. So a uh, large tent, forty five. So all the tents, forty five days. Barrels, forty five days. Miscellaneous item, teddy bear a day. First aid kits a day, but generally most stuff, most of the sort of storage items there, sea chest, wooden crate, for example, are all forty five days. And then bags are only a couple of days at best, and vests are a day or two. So, yeah, I, th I think it's definitely is. I think they're heading in the right direction with it, but I think, it, like with anything, I think it's going to need a little bit of fine tuning, and then it'll be, it'll be good to go. Yeah, I agree there. I am curious on what Vobo's thoughts on this is. Could be it's another, like uh, the, another um, video. The increase, do you mean, from two yeah, to yeah. three hours to 24 to 48? Yeah. I think it waters down the use of tents and other storage items. I think um, if you throw something on the floor, then it should despawn relatively quickly. Not in you know seconds or minutes, but maybe a couple of hours it should despawn. Um, otherwise, it can cause problems with the server, first of all. And also, if somebody wants to, they can just drop all their stuff on the floor and then go into a PvP area, loot all the stuff, and just bring it back and drop it on the floor again, go there, loot it, drop it on the floor. They don't necessarily need to build a base, and I think building a base in Daisy is really, really important um, to balance out the server. Otherwise, you've just got all this crap all over the floor, and all these people running around ninja looting all the stuff and hiding it in bushes, and you might not even log back into that server. You don't know. And even if... Um, they don't. If they don't log into that server, then they don't have it in a tent. And if they don't have a tent, then you can't find it. You won't be able to find it on the floor. The chance of you coming across an M4 on the floor is incredibly remote. 
But now that it, stay, it stays there for, what was it, 24, 48 hours? I think that's a bit too much. I would say a quarter of that to maybe half would be good. Two to three hours, eh, it's okay, but maybe six to 12 would be a limit. Otherwise, it I takes away from people building bases. I didn't adopt the new changes they made on my server. I can't imagine that there was really much need to make said changes. To be fair, I, I mean, may, I mean, I'm not the obviously I'm not the the smartest person to talk on the subject necessarily, but you know, I'm just sort of a player that runs around and hopes for the best. But I can't, I don't know why they made the changes in the first place. I think the the system we had wasn't necessarily the worst. So, granted, everything needs a bit of polish every now and then. But the only thing I can think of is that it might combat. Um... Loop cycling. Yeah. Because That's what I'm thinking. Just so the world doesn't seem like it changes. Like It just seems a bit more um, lived in. If you it go to the same seems... area, it seems lived in. Yeah, I mean, it certainly seems to be the way they're going with updates for Daisy at the moment. They are sort of making it, as far as vanilla's concerned, they're making the, the base game a little bit more sort of lived in with their... You know, their recent changes in 1.09 with the different buildings and the, the interiors and the exteriors looking different. And obviously our modded expansion helped massively with that um, as well, you know, making making Kami Shovo look basically unrecognizable, you know. So I, th I think it's definitely the way they're going. So I think it's a pretty a pretty safe assumption that that's what they're, what they're sort of thinking with it. I don't think I've been in the game long enough to really have a strong opinion on this um, because I don't know much about being a server owner or anything like that. Um, but from my perspective, I think they need to reduce it a bit. That's just my idea. I haven't heard anybody's idea on why they've increased it. Maybe somebody has an idea of why they've done it. That loop, to prevent loop cycling is the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Hmm. Either I way, know. I think it's it's good to see that they're actually being proactive as well. They're being proactive, making changes, you know, and trying to better the game, which I think, you know, you can't you can't sort of say fairer than that in a way. It's nice to see that, you know, they are actually going out of their way to try different things and rather than just slogging along and hoping for the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're balancing the game. Or at least attempting to. Yeah, which I mean, it's it's kind of the least you expect from them in a way, but at the same time, it is it's still nice to see that they're still trying different things and supporting the game, you know, in that way. And they're doing a lot to support, you know, content creators and stuff nowadays as well, with shouting people out on Twitter and things like that. So it's good to see. You know, they're definitely they're definitely heading in the right direction with it. I think they're. The new territory and flagpole system they introduced is a big leap forward for the base building. It was so yeah. basic before that. I a lot of people not enjoying. I, I know, obviously, I'm, again, I'm talking to people I know, but there was a lot of people thought that the vanilla base building was just a waste of time. Um, that, that's a big leap now with them adding that system in. I think a lot of people wanted that, even just vanilla players. Yeah, because yeah. the issue back then. Was that the baseball things was just being deleted? Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I I I quite liked the you know the the way base building was prior to 
when they changed everything. I quite liked the old way of doing things, but I think I'm sort of, uh, I'm one of those guys that's kind of, you know, stuck in my ways and I don't like change too much. So I think that's kind of, uh, kind of was the main driving power in it really. But like I said, it's they're making positive changes, working towards the future. And I think we've said it before on previous episodes that, you know, the future is bright with, with everything as it stands now, with the game being in the state it's in, with the state of modding being so so positive now, and so many great modders, you know, such as the expansion team, guys like Da One, you know, bringing forward all these cool new things that we, some things that we never thought we'd ever see, you know, it's, the future is definitely bright for, for this game. It's, I think like Boydie quite often says, you know, there's life in the old girl yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one thing that uh, that life might have been getting sucked out of recently was uh, was Twitch, which is an ironic thing to say, considering several of us are sat here live streaming to Twitch as we speak. Um, but yeah, the whole mid roll ads thing that was a uh, that was really something, wasn't it? That, that was uh, I think being that it wasn't part of the Daisy community specifically, I didn't include it in my days since last incident. But uh, I'm wondering if it might actually bleed over at this point because it was. There's been a lot of pushback on it. I mean, I haven't read this whole thing that this person's put on, but yeah, it was there was a lot of people on Twitter that really weren't weren't happy with the idea at all. Midrose work on YouTube, but on Twitch it's gonna mess things up definitely. Yeah. On a there's a lot of people. You can't pause you can't pause a live platform. So if you do it if you do an ad on YouTube the ad, the, the YouTube video stops, the ad plays, carries it, and then the video continues where it left off. Yeah. The ad plays, the ad ends, and you've missed that big important moment. It's like, you know. Yeah, I mean, from what I saw, it was a case where you would still have the stream playing, but it would be, you know, the actual stream itself would be minimized and muted and then the main part of the screen was the ad so you there was you could still see some stuff to a degree but like you say i think looking at the values and i know devin nash did a really interesting video he was a bit of an arrogant knob in it to be fair but i think he's kind of earned the right at this point um but saying something i think it was like for every 60 minutes like we're doing those mid rolls every 60 minutes of your stream you have to run three minutes worth of ads which i think he said works out to something like five percent of your total content which when you put it in that terms of five percent of your total content doesn't really seem like a lot at all but when you think that's taking three minutes out of every hour that you have to put manual ads on so that you're you don't get those forced ads randomly i think that's a bit that almost seems like that three minutes seems like a lot weirdly enough on twitch unless you're absolutely sorry like unless you're huge or you're pretty huge uh, what what's what percentage of your revenue is coming from from ad it's nothing it's, no it's not worth the damage it does to your channel if you're a, if you're a small streamer and you're you know and you're trying to grow ads are damaging to your channel. yeah, uh, yeah. So you get, what 20p for him or something at the end of the month Something yeah, it should be like that, yeah. some sort of threshold, I think. When you're above a certain amount, then you should uh, have ads on your channel if they wanted to go down that road. Um, but it would damage definitely smaller streamers. Maybe that's what they want to do because they don't help smaller streamers anyway. 
Um, it's the big it's guys that get the views, you know. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine it's going to do much. I mean, I'm happy to show my my sort of channel analytics there. Like you say, ads there look thirty two cents worth, you know. So obviously, your majority is going to come from your from your subs and things like that. But for someone like me, I mean, I've got what barely over two hundred followers at this point. Got two subs, which I'm very grateful for. But like you say, that you just ads just don't make any money for you. It's just not a it's yeah. not a driving force. But I think Devin Nash did bring up a good point in that that will sort of that would in theory change if they if they had kept this and adopted this as a permanent feature. His argument at one point was that we'd all just get used to it, and I think that's a valid you know a valid argument to a degree. I think we would eventually it would just be a case of well, this is just another part of Twitch. You know, but like you say, when you're a small streamer such as myself, that you know, I'm not in it for for becoming stupidly rich and being the next ninja or Doctor Disrespect or insert name of huge streamer here. You know, but there's there's no way that you can you can force three minutes of ads in every sixty minutes as a small streamer doing you know doing four or five hour streams per. And the same goes for the podcast. I know it was one of your your sort of worries, Boydie, as well, was that, you know, with our kind of content doing this podcast, imagine we're having this middle of this conversation. I'm saying something relatively important, but then my voice gets muted and you've got an ad for some Amazon Prime show. Sorry, mate, what was that? Rage Shadow Legends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, you know, we you can't, you can't expect for you know to 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 have some a small stream or a podcast or something to do three minutes worth of ads in every sixty minutes like that is that is mad. I, th- I think I think Devin Nash worked it out that it would it would increase ad revenue even with the with the CPMs how they are now. It would increase ad revenue for for streamers by like forty percent. Like four zero, which is which isn't isn't bad, you know. You you take any any you know sort of uh, any any extra money is good anyway. You look at it, but I can't imagine it. It would ha- it would be it must be so damaging. And I'm glad that it was only a test that they did. I think they only ran it for like twenty four hours, which seems like yeah, it, it's probably a little days. bit short to get any actual information. I think the community reaction to it probably triggered that being ended a lot quicker than it would have been. Yeah. They say it was a test from the start. It did say it was a test, yeah. 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 Okay. Test testing on some channels. <clears throat> I think Wobo hit it hit the nail on the head. It should, that should have only been rolled out to, to if it, especially when it's for a test. Roll it out on some big channels, not yeah. on a little one. But most of those big channels anything. are already doing it. Rolling out. Well, there you go, exactly. So it's yeah, exactly that's obliged my, to do it. Point, my point exactly the big channels know that they they can run a 60 second ad and that's going to be a healthy bit of change on their revenue so someone like me I'd, I'd i'd straight do away with all my ad revenue just so people didn't have to put up with that when yeah. they come on my channel yeah i've i've noticed the change with youtube recently as well in the last sort of week or so that whenever i'm watching youtube i've noticed a lot more unskippable ads in the middle of videos like I was watching, a, I think it was Good Mythical Morning yesterday, and within the space of ten minutes, I had two eighteen-second unskippable ads 
just in the mid in the middle of a video. It was like ten minutes into the video, and like at that point, you kind of think, well, what is the point in me sitting here watching this video if it, if I'm just going to get unskippable ads? I think if every ad was was skippable to a degree from a user standpoint, that would you know that would be ideal. But I can understand why that wouldn't be something That's that you, know, you could keep up it, from a business. Um, Brim. That's actually the um, creator setting it as um, Wobo will be able to tell you. Um, but like for the podcast, I think I uh, set one every 30 minutes, one ad every 30 minutes um, for the videos. But if they're doing it every 10 minutes, that's a bit extreme, wouldn't you say, Wobo? Every 10 minutes, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, you could easily watch a stream for three hours and you could get melted straight into it. Um, but if you had a... An advert every ten minutes. How many? How many ads is that in three hours? It's six, eighteen ads, and they're what like one. How long would it be? Thirty seconds each. Yeah, mm. thirty seconds, six times a minute, uh, an hour. I'm, I'm far more forgiving of adverts on YouTube because number one, I know that yeah. that that re that the revenue thing is completely different on YouTube, and that's way more important to the to, to the content creator. I also know mm -hmm. it ain't gonna ruin my video. I can carry on watching that video. I haven't missed anything, you know. Um, you, you like YouTube. You get you you go there knowing full well that you you could disappear down a wormhole. You can you're gonna take your time. You've got the time to browse stuff. You're not so worried about an advert. With Twitch, I think Twitch you tune in because you want that instant bit of live live content, not with an advert going through the middle of it like you would if you were watching TV or something. So. And plus, that you know, you know as well that Twitch streamers have got way over more options for earning revenue besides ads. Whereas, obviously, YouTube doesn't. They've got they've got less, you know, less options. So, personally, I'm way more forgiving of watching an ad on YouTube than I am compared to Twitch. Well, I think we've learned over the last few years how Twitch thinks. You know, they want the money. It's quite obvious. Are they they're a company. They should. They 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 need to go after it. It's, it makes sense. They're competing against a lot of other people now. Because I remember when I was back streaming, um, it was just Twitch, and then YouTube joined, and then you got Mixer, which died out. And you got Facebook, and I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of other uh, platforms try the whole streaming thing. So Twitch is trying to survive, I guess. But I think we need more competition for Twitch at the moment for them to understand that we're a community and at the end of the day it's our voice that matters and it's not their decisions that will stand if we don't want to put up with something then we won't yeah i think so obviously like you said every company there's nothing wrong with a company looking to continuously improve how much money they earn that's there's nothing wrong with that at all but twitch is kind of unique in that their money's being made from by us so they need to, they've got to strike a balance of, of yeah, improving the platform so that they earn more money, but they've also got to look after the content creators at the same time. Because if they shit on us and we all leave, they haven't got no product to sell anymore and the shop closes. So Like watching a footy game and they roll an ad right when someone's about to kick a goal and you're like, what the fuck? Who's, who's the idiot who rolled that ad then? But it, by doing it randomly... As you said, I defended it uh, because I understand they need to make money um, and the Twitch branch of Amazon isn't the most profitable. Um, you know, subscriber revenue is okay for them, but the big money for them is ad revenue. Um, and they needed to work out a way. They went about it wrong, but 
like you said, Ben, I do understand the need for them to look at ways to expand their revenue. And I support that. It's capitalism, um, and I'm a capitalist mm -hmm. at heart. There's plenty of ways they can improve their advertising without plonking it right in the middle of a stream. Yeah. They, they could do it like TV. You know, like they put an advert on every single channel that's streaming at the moment on Twitch all at the same time, like in TV. Yeah. And then, you know, the streamers can sit back for 30 seconds and chill and, you know, take a drink, maybe go to the toilet or something. And then they can get back onto the stream after 30 seconds and be like, right, we're going to continue from here, like yeah. it does on TV. Yeah, well, you could schedule they... around that, and then you wouldn't. At least some people could be sure that they they wouldn't stream something that people miss. One of the issues they've got is that at the moment, I could press a button now on my um, stream deck and run an ad. I set it up um, in the eventuation that this was going to be happening, but we don't need to do it. There are so many streamers out there. Like I know the Running Man does not like to run ads, and I respect that. But at the same time. He's sort of like an employee of Twitch, and he's not the only one. There's lots of people out there. Ben, you were saying it yourself. You don't like running them. It's damaging. But the men the mentality, the culture of Twitch needs to change. You know, if you want your preferred streaming platform to succeed, you need to make some sacrifices yourself. So when you go to the toilet, don't just leave it on a Be Right back screen. Roll an ad. Um, something like that. Very good idea. Very uh, good. Yeah, you, you've got to change. You've got to help that culture change. Yes, you might lose, you know, three to five percent of um, viewers, uh, but the ones who stay will eventually get used to it. And um, I, I do remember Pestily when he had his uh, big breakout. For those who know who he is, he's an Escape from Tarkov streamer, and he had that massive uh, when the drops were enabled stream, um, and he made a joke of it. Um, he had like 70,000 people watching him and he said to the chat, guys, I'm sorry, but I'm going to be rolling a lot of ads now because I need to pay for a home deposit. And chat fucking loved it. They were telling him, you know, every 15 minutes, run another ad, you know, between runs and all the rest of it. Um, it's all about how you go about it. If you, I've, I've watched other people before where they've got automated ads run and it's a 90 seconds of fucking ads. If you do three minutes of ads that you're required to do for under that scheme that we're going to have in one roll, then you're an idiot. But if you break it up and you know run one 30-second ad here and another one there, and uh, you, you can work around it. But people have got to be prepared to make some sacrifices themselves for the greater good of the platform they like. They can't just bury their hand and say, uh, you know, you're ruining my community. You're ruining my stream immersion. Well... They they need they do need to make money. Would you rather they take more share of your, um, yeah? In that video, um, they're they're quite crafty. Uh, Amazon uh, are. Um, you said you watched it, Brim, the bit where he's talking yeah. about um, uh, when they've introduced bits and gifted subs. Now, how yeah. many streamers have noticed how much their donation revenue has gone down since this happened? So Twitch is actually. I think Devin said eighty percent. Yeah. I think when I think he said that when when Twitch rolled out the gifting subs um, feature, that stream, streamers generally saw roughly an eighty percent decrease in donations. So that's that's a hell of a hit to take. Yeah, you know, even it, whether it doesn't matter whether you're you know a small streamer like me that you know has only got like five dollars sat in my uh on my twitch or whether you're a big streamer that's got hundreds of thousands of dollars like losing 80 percent 
of donations just because you know because they decided they wanted to roll a new feature that's a hell of a dip to take yep it was definitely a very interesting video though like i say if you can get over the sort of the the arrogance the little bit of arrogance that he had i mean i like devin nash i've got no issue with the bloke personally i've never met him so you know but he's he's a very very intelligent very knowledgeable guy he knows what he's talking about so it's always worth checking out when he puts something like that out but yeah the like you say i think twitch went about it all wrong but i did see something about i don't know whether it was in ne- uh, devin's video or something else i saw that twitch has now uh started falling under some sort of scheme as the rest of amazon when it comes to advertisers so it was at one point a case where Amazon would have this block of, of ads, you know, but then Twitch would have this tiny separate block. But now Twitch is part of, because Twitch obviously is owned by Amazon, it all rolls into one. So there's now essentially more ads out there. Um, you know, there's more opportunity for ads on Twitch. So that's naturally going to increase the revenue, f- you know, for streamers as well. Um, but yeah, they're, de- they're definitely going to have to look into into different ways of doing things like i say for me that that idea of running three minutes of ads per 60 minutes just seems like a hell of a lot yeah i agree Wobo, how you doing time wise mate sorry how you doing time wise Wobo? oh yeah i gotta go yeah oh, crap. Yes. <laughs> I'm watching the clock for you, buddy. I'm not going to let you disappoint your family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got to head out. Um, it was really good joining you guys. Yeah. I was, I was listening. That's a really interesting topic. I think the, the whole Twitch discussion. I definitely want to hear more about it. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for inviting me onto the the podcast. It's been great. If you haven't, folks, and I'd be very surprised if you haven't, sub to Wobo on YouTube and chuck him a follow on Twitch. He does a lot of his science stuff live. Thank you very much. Have a good day, guys. Everybody else. Bye-bye. Thank you. It's a privilege and an honour. Thank you. I will also leave. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) I was just waiting for the right opportunity. (laughs) It was a privilege and honour to have you as well, Jacob. Yeah, Grace us with his presence this week. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> Drag him in. <laughs> Drag the man kicking and screaming. Um, but the, the next topic we've got uh, is quick streamer tip. We've got it written down as. Now, I do on occasion talk a little bit of shit about these stream coaches and, you know, people like... Uh, you know, like Devin Nash, Harris Heller, people like that. But I've got a soft spot for Wild for Games because I use Streamlabs OBS, as I know you do as well, Boydie. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly say, hand on my cold, dead heart, that if it wasn't for Wild for Games and some of his tips videos and how to set things up, there's no way I would have fucking been able to do what I do. The, you know, he the amount of stuff he's put out you know, giving giving all that information completely free of charge is is phenomenal. I'll stick a link to it in the uh, in the Twitch chat there. But yeah, it's this. Uh, I didn't realize Nvidia were even coming out with any sort of software. Nvidia broadcast app. 
And from what he says, it's it seems like it's going to be a good one. I'll uh, I'll it is, mate. On like, all... I, I I can demonstrate it. Um, you don't even need to play it. I've got an aircon running next to me, just a little portable aircon, um, and it sounds like a fucking jet engine when it's on. <laughs> can you guys hear it? Yeah, yeah, just about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then. <clears throat> You can't hear it now, though. No, it's pretty much completely gone. Almost gone, yeah. After yeah. listening really carefully to hear it. I can hear it there. Okay, now you have got a rumble in that. <laughs> <laughs> I need one of those. Oh. But yeah, it's 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 great that they're coming out with these different these different things and trying something different. I think it's going to come in handy for a lot of people. I mean, I like I say I use Streamlabs OBS, and I just put I just put filters on, I just put filters on my microphone in the settings, and and sort of go from there. But that's it's a, it's a pretty Im- interesting and impressive bit of software, and the, he's got all the information on the you know in his uh, in his description of his video there, and and he's done so many great videos of how to set up things. So if you, if you're a streamer out there that's sort of just starting out you want to use Streamlabs OBS, you know, definitely check out the Streamlabs YouTube channel. Uh, and Wild for Games actually does stream as well. Um, he's got his own Twitch channel uh, where he does a lot of sitting around and talking, answering questions, giving tips and tricks like he does in his YouTube videos, just does them live essentially. So definitely well worth, uh, well worth checking out. Uh, what's the next one? Ben Fruit's video. Yes. Now, this I haven't seen. Skip to, to wait, um, wait for the obligatory uh, ad. Skip to ten minutes forty-five. Ten minutes and forty-five. Sounds like lax. Oh. <laughs> I so feel for that poor bugger. He did nothing wrong tactically and just got fucked by something that 90% of players wouldn't have even realised you could do. I didn't know that you could do that. No. Because they were stuck in there. I don't even know how they got in there. Oh, these guys, um, I watched the whole video. These guys locked them in there. Um, and we're basically going to make them fight to the death, and whoever won, they were going to give gear to, and it was Lax right. and Benfruit, and they didn't want to kill each other, um, and somehow Lax got his hand on a car on eight, and yeah, managed to. Um, I just, I just felt really sorry for that guy. Um, yeah, that's basically an uninstall moment. It's like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, how did I just die? And yeah, all because gonna... you know they lost a car, they lost two lives, all because of an exploit. Yeah, I'm gonna go back and uh, and have a quick look at that again because that's mad. Oof! That is that is just madness. If, yeah, like you say, Boydie, if I was that guy who just got killed, I would be fucking livid. 
Like that would that would legitimately. I would just hit Alt F4. In fact, I don't even know if I do that. I think I might just hit the power button on my on my PC yeah. and just leave leave my house for the day and just go and do something else because that's that is fucking madness that that's a thing. But again, it's just another, you know Ben Fruit's always putting out great videos like that. He's mm. always got that sort of good stuff. And like I say, Lax is my choice of. Uh, you know spotlight for this week for for content creators you know finally come back to upload into youtube and i know ben was a little bit annoyed by my choice because it was his as well but uh we we'll, we'll do it we'll do a team up one, we'll one. Both yeah, yeah yeah a jewel one but uh yeah. yeah it's to see more great stuff like that coming out is you know you can't go wrong with it can you let's be honest And then, yeah, there's a little bit of information there. Ben put out a uh, a tweet there as well about the uh, having fun on the BR mod. I mean, I, I managed to jump into your stream and have a little look at that before I went to work yesterday, and it looked it looked mad. I mean, I, I saw you get absolutely destroyed as a fresh spawn by some fully geared player in a red brick house and i'm thinking and it was like just after the round had started as well so i was thinking like oh that's yes. gonna sting yeah yeah it did a bit yeah um <laughs> yeah as i say the the mod do with a few tweaks on a few things but you know it, i really enjoyed that it was a lot of fun and uh, the potential in it i think is uh amazing yeah, this, we're going to see a lot of really cool things coming out of out of that in the next year or so. I think it's going to be, it's definitely going to be one to keep an eye on. Do we have any update on the uh, monetization situation <clears throat> for Listic? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I can't speak for him. I don't want to give away anything that's you know, um, but there has been some progress on it. Yeah, so they're talking. Um, to yeah. That's the main thing. There's, there's, yeah, yeah, the talks talks are still ongoing. Let's put it that way. As yeah, they've they've, they've recognised that his situation is unique now, which is a start. So they've, yeah. they've already they've put something they've put across something which he can work with. I know that I can say that. Good, much. I'm happy um, for there's, that. There's still a bit more to do yet, though. But yeah, yeah, I think I saw on Broke. Twitter they they said, "Oh, we've sent like the Daisy Twitter said, oh, we've sent you a DM or something.'" That was the last I. I sort of saw on the subject or heard on the subject. So like you say, having that line of communication will definitely benefit any which way. Uh, but we've actually managed to get a winner now as well for the uh, for the base building challenge. So we're on to the Twitter watch segment of the podcast. Uh, a guy called Roy Beer. Follow him, uh, follow him there if you want to. Winner of the Daisy challenge, the Daisy base builder challenge. He actually... I'll be honest, he created a pretty cool base. I like it. I don't it. know if he did it by himself or if he had some friends on as well, but like that's like I for me, when it comes to base building, I'm all about taking over existing buildings and just sticking a door somewhere or something, you know, and, and sort of doing doing it from the inside, making use of what's already there. I can't imagine, especially since if like this was on experimental, wasn't it? So this was literally about as vanilla as you can get. Mm -hmm. And he made all of that. I, I couldn't imagine making that on the server I run with admin tools. I'm completely fucking useless. So, it, you know, the fact that he's managed to create all of that, I think he's a very deserving winner. I think that's probably the best shot where you can see it's a proper, decent little camp. I wouldn't have thought to do that. I would have just stuck a front door on that house and left it at that. 
and then been raided very, very, very easily. Yeah, and from what I gather, the competition on the servers where they were doing these, these base builds was, was quite high. So people were raiding each other's bases to get materials to improve their base. And Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I agree. for anybody to get a good base off like that on a vanilla server, that must have been a lot of, a lot of graft, a lot of time spent. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do you, you're not really much of a base builder generally nowadays, are you, Boydy? You don't really. No, I've got my little um, base um, uh, on uh, my hardcore server, but it was a fucking grind. I've got one box of nails and managed to turn some scrap metal into nails, and yeah, just no big yeah, I... mansions. No, it no, must, I... be re- must be more rewarding though when you get all your bits together and you realise, yeah, I can. And go and add an extra door on here or something mate like i had that. to i had to go and trade um a car battery for a code lock because i just couldn't find code locks another group couldn't find car batteries and we worked out a trade it's just it's great it's, yeah it's, i seen you were doing some trading that's good that's yeah good. it's it's good <clears throat> yeah i can't imagine how long that must have taken him to from to start that completely from scratch to then build what he has like i can't imagine how many hours he must have had to put in to get all Not... that done like you say the amount of grinding to get the materials as well i mean he's kind of in a in a perfect position for getting all the wood from the trees and what have you but you still got to think everything's gonna you know everything's the gonna nails. be worn, damaged no nails in yeah. the forest well no exactly yeah yeah. And, and obviously the amount of axes and hatchets and hacksaws and God knows what else and hammers he must have gone through to, you know, just to build one watchtower is bad enough, let alone mm. that entire compound. Build, so Building it and safeguarding it, though, and keeping it. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely PG. impressive. Well-deserved win. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll... Uh, I'll Probably destroyed 10 other bases to get all the materials. <laughs> yeah you, you, i think you have to don't you there's no way you, surely there's no way you could just do that all but you've got to have a little bit of help whether it be a oh, friend right. coming on or whether it be you know you raiding someone else to nick all their stuff there's no I, way you could i'm invested in looting for all that must have been crazy <clears throat> yeah on a, non, on a non-boosted server yeah i can imagine that was probably the majority of the time spent from the moment he was like, right, I'm entering this competition to the moment it was like, right, competition's closed. I can imagine a good 90% of that was looting and the last 10% was just getting the building done. Because getting the building done, surely, it's got, in theory, has got to be the easier part. Quick bit. Yeah, but the actual gathering all the materials to do it is, yeah, bugger that. Ten, ten hours to get all the stuff to build a few walls. Yeah. Not my, uh, not my cup of tea. I'll, that's why I stick to modded. It's so much fucking easier. Yeah. I know I'll get a lot of shit for that. I like the. Easy oh, you're life. right. I'll, I'll take that. That's why I like modded. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the easy life. Damn that. Uh, but yeah, community spotlight for this week, Boydie. I'll, uh, I'll go to you first since you've been uh, somewhat quiet on today's episode. Mate, it's actually been um, really, really good. You've done an amazing fucking job. Uh, I'm really, really impressed. Uh, I appreciate that, mate. It's actually nice to sit back and just enjoy and be able to chat and you understand the panic now. of You've got screens going everywhere and <laughs> you've done yeah, a better job I, than me, to be honest. You've, the, the sharing the screen the entire time has been perfect. Um, yeah, my, my, my Sunday's going to be a nightmare trying to sort out, find, figuring out, getting a, a third monitor of some sort to work up because this is <laughs> fucking crazy. 
But uh, my community spotlight is Baby Nate. Um, he has just been a, a tireless workhorse in the background. He's got his Baby Nades Island server, um, his videos. So I know with all the other big names coming back, like we were saying earlier, um, and someone had in chat, don't forget the people who've been slugging it out all this time as well. And Baby Nades is definitely yeah. one of them. I think most of us would agree on that. So Baby Nades Island, yeah. Baby Nades YouTube channel, give him a follow. Um, go play on his server if you like the hardcore style. He's got a really good balance. Um, probably a bit too brutal on the meat you get from animals, but that's by the by. But yeah, yeah, I think it's a it's definitely a good option. Like you say, he's he's been around for a, for a while. I think he definitely deserves deserves the extra love there as well. Like you say, he's he's come on leaps and bounds with everything in the last mm -hmm. short space of time. So yeah, absolutely. His uh, his server as as much as I'm not a huge fan of hardcore as such. His is definitely on my uh, on my to do list to check out at some point soon. So, yeah, definitely well well deserved. What about you, Ben? Have you seen any whether it be mods, videos, anything like that recently that's tickled your fancy? Uh, what well, I'd like to highlight, um, actually, yeah, I'll give I'll give I've got one shout out because we're doing the duel on 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 Lax, right? And there's a there's a server I'd like to give a shout out to actually. Other than meal, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's the, it's a it's a community called Just Instant, uh, a German community. I say German. There's not there's there's English, UK, everybody in it, but uh, it's it, it's done by some German friends of mine. They've got um, they've started a server up, and the reason why I'm shouting it out is they're 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 putting the effort in that I believe is what makes is what's going to make good servers. Uh, I mean, I'm all, one thing. I mean, you brought up baby nades. At the moment, it's really good to see the rise in um, survival and hard hardcore servers. Like, if you go back a few years ago, they were just non-existent, basically, apart from a, a, a couple, like Running Man and Spaggy stuff. Apart from them, there was nothing that nobody, you know, really populated. Great to see them all taking off at the moment. But yeah, um, the community I'm shouting out just instant. Um, yeah, I believe they've started. They've started the community for the right reason. I'm saying community over server. So they've started. They've they've got a server, but they're, they're trying to build a community, and yeah. they're also putting in the effort to not be too copy and paste. So they're developing their own custom stuff, and they're putting in the effort working with you know top level modders and stuff like that. So and they're you know they're not being delusional. They don't think the the server is going to be full in two minutes patient and all, and everything that i believe is what is what makes for a good community and server so yeah, yeah. if you yeah. um i've seen their name pop up on twitter quite a lot recently as well so they're, they're they're getting out there they're getting their name out there and like you say i think I, I haven't yet heard anyone say anything negative about them you know everything seems to be quite positive coming out of their their camp so i'll uh i'll drop a couple of links in the chat anyway appreciate it if you check them out give them a follow uh, yeah definitely definitely a community worth checking out from what i've from what i've heard so far um i suppose mine i mean technically i mean like say me and me and ben are going to go halvesies on uh on Lax's Sorry, new video i'm not doing the video so you do the video and then i'll do him for the bit i was going to do him for okay oh there you go yeah that's, that's how we'll work it i like okay. it um, but yeah, Lax has uh, has returned, if you like, to the uh, to the YouTube's. 
with a new video. And to be fair, I sat and watched it yesterday before I went to work. And it it was it was every bit as funny as you expect from a Lax Hawthorne video. It was absolutely brilliant. And it's it's only it's just pure mayhem, the only way that Lax Hawthorne can do. Um, you know, I think I think I've made it fairly clear that I'm a big fan of Lax over the course of this podcast. I think he's absolutely top tier. But just just it's it goes as well, showcases the the sort of the, what Smoke's doing on his day one server and the sort of community that he's had over there as well you know they've literally been essentially RPing for all intents and purposes but it's been so organic and you know it's there's not been you know any any issues with it it's, it's been really good to see people have actually taken to taken on different roles and actually making everybody's experiences you know about as positive as you can possibly make them so you know lack showcasing that in his videos is uh is perfect I think I touched on it uh, a week or two ago that I, I, I thought he may have some trouble um, with it burning out because there's so many content mm-hmm. creators being on there. I, from what I can see at the minute, it's not doing that at all. Like I've, I've been on there myself recently. I bumped yeah. into a few people. I won't name the names. I didn't say <laughs> when I bumped into them. Um, but I'm, the, the content that I'm seeing come from the server is brilliant. And I haven't yet witnessed any, really anything too awkward on there. Doesn't seem to be burning out at all. If anything, no. it's getting busier. Like I know I was in a dirty queue for it, and I've seen people. I've, I'm, I'm seeing quite regularly now that streamers are, are scheduling getting on the queue like two hours before the streams even starting. You know, um, yeah. so it's, it's brilliant to see that one popping off. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's my only real sort of claim to fame, if you like, with. Uh with daisy is that my literally about 10 or 15 minutes into my first ever run on that server i ran into mr og he took the piss out he took the piss out of me we have had a quick bit of banter and then he asked me to just kill him because he he needed to get somewhere else and he was like the other side of the map so he was just like just punch me to death i was like well when in rome and all that you know don't, let's be honest. How many people can honestly say that they've uh, had an easy kill on Mister OG? Well, you know, so I'm fucking funny, taking that. Funny you say that. When I when I was last on that particular server, that's exactly who I bumped into, OG, and I, I recognised his voice straight away. But he yeah. had like I think he had about ten people with him at least, and they were all pretty geared. And I seen them all. And I just thought, well, this is me going back to the river again. <laughs> yeah. But no, they were all they were all really <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that, I think that's the great thing. I think the great thing with that server is Smoker's kind of he's ushered in that more positive vibe. Like you say, there are so many people on there. I think that everyone's on there for you know for pretty much the same thing, and that's to enjoy their time, play the game. If they're a content creator, they want to get some decent footage, and I think everyone seems to kind of understand and respect that. There hasn't been any, from what I've seen so far, anyway. There hasn't been any sort of anyone being a bit of an arsehole about anything. So. I think I think they're doing well in fostering that positive community and actually, you know, showing what what can be achieved, you know, if people just actually act act right, so to speak, and and you know, and don't act like a knob. So is Lax's new video on the, that server then? Is it? I believe so. Yeah, from yeah. what I can tell. I have to check that out. And yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely a, a very funny video. It's just lax, lax being lax. What more can you say? You know, you have gotta love the man. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much. Unless anyone else has got any 
questions, thoughts, queries, or anything else. Well, and that's pretty much golden. I was gonna, I was gonna mention Lacks because I, I only just got introduced. Right, I've watched his streams before, but always makes me laugh. I've never caught his intro. Now I don't know if you've yeah. seen his intro. Mm -hmm. I watched that today. That that. Right, I mung over from last night. I played a mung up late <laughs> last night, and I drank way too much, so I'm feeling pretty rough. That 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 picked me up ten levels. I watched his intro today. That is the best intro I have seen to of, of any streamer. That is fucking the 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 commitment and the quality and effort that went into that. Like um, like, like yeah. That's, That's one of many, though. That. He's got other intros as well, mate. Has he? Oh, He's shit. Got a cover yeah. of, uh, I, I, Bohemian Rhapsody. I watched that <laughs> one. I watched Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Oh, fucking, that, was, that just whew, that made my day. That I thought it was brilliant. I, yeah. I think he's got a few few of them up on his actual YouTube channel. I think yep. he's got a few bits and bobs. Oh, yeah. Bob, yeah. Bob, from one where from he's what I remember, around his hometown, there's one where he wakes up in his house and he's walking around <laughs> and uh, drinking coffee and scratching himself and yeah, wakes up with a whiskey bottle in bed with him and. Yeah. <laughs> from, from what I remember, I think I remember him saying on stream one day, it's actually his brother who's one of his mods in chat that actually put it all together. His brother Oilers, um, who a lot of people will know from Lax's chat. That's, that's his actual real life, uh, real life brother. And if I'm not mistaken, it's him that, that made those four Lax. And well, yeah, it's, it's, it's phenomenal work. I've, really I've really very much considered messaging the guy myself and being oh, any chance that you can, uh, help me out with a little bit for mine because like you say it's it, there's there's very few people that do great things like that the way that he does it's there's him and uncle ray ray are the two that jump to my mind straight away for their their intros yeah, I, that's the two people now that, that set the bar for intros for me yeah. is ray ray and and lax now I've, I've nothing nothing i've seen competes with those two like i will watch both i will tune into their streams I've done it for Ray Ray since I've been the first time I've seen it. But now that I know that Lax has got that intro, I'll make sure I don't miss the start of his stream either. Yeah. Even even if you go back and watch uh, watch the VOD and just look at the beginning parts, it's they're both absolutely phenomenal. They've got some very talented people that they work with to get these done. And it it makes me a little bit jealous because I want that for myself. But <laughs> yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time, I know for a fact that I am nowhere near talented enough to create anything that's even close to that like you said they've set the bar and they've set it pretty pretty yeah. up there at this point definitely um but yeah i think that's pretty much uh pretty much golden on the uh on the podcast there unless anyone else has got any yep. thoughts or feelings to bring across for the uh um, let's go for it daisy uh podcast magic mug um here we go three two one pick us a winner beautiful here i'll say warm it. it warm it up a bit <laughs> there's that lovely aussie internet <coughs> rubbing your mug on stream ben how dare rub, you rub it, rub it marks is the winner marks congrats happy days gg quality mugs these so you should have got a um a message come through to your marks there you go and if anyone else clicks on it it ain't gonna work for you Happy days. Congratulations, Marks. It is a bloody nice mug, to be fair. Yeah, I've got to it order myself one cool. as well as a shirt. Um, for you guys, um, 
yeah, I'm going to look at uh, getting you one with your logo on the other side of it as well, so you can switch it around and um, that. But that'll come out of the podcast. But yeah, phenomenal stuff. Can't say fairer than that. Uh, right, let's get rid of that bit because we don't need it now. Happy days. Uh, right, I think that's the end of the podcast. Then thank you very much, everyone in chat for uh, for stopping by, and obviously Ben and Boydie as always for. Uh, keeping me sane on a weekly basis god knows that's a fucking full-time job now so yeah i think are you we're, staying we're on pretty streaming much afterwards, mate? sorry are you going to continue streaming afterwards uh i'm not no no i'm going to go and have my evening meal and try and get some yep. sleep in it's currently about 20 past four in the evening and i've got work at 11 so i think i need uh i need to i need to get some beauty sleep there's this this can't persist it needs <laughs> it needs something so uh yeah I, th- I think I'm gonna. I don't know if Ben's gonna continue streaming after. Um, yeah, I'm. Ju- I'm gonna uh, just stick some dinner in real quick, and then I'm jumping on Daisy. Uh. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Send send everyone over to Ben then. Give Ben some uh, some love for this week as well. Um, but yeah, thank you very much, guys. I don't know if Boydie, if you've got anything for for next week, you want to throw Our forward at all for next week. Uh, Derleth and Dumpra. Fantastic. Talk about small communities. Nice. And anything that'll else. Be a, that'll be a good one. That'll be yeah. a very good one. I can't wait for that. Absolutely. But yeah, thank you very much, guys. And uh, and yeah, every single week, same time, roughly. Keep an eye on uh, on all our Twitters uh, to make sure you know when, when things are happening. Join the Discord if you haven't done already. And uh, if you really fancy it, check us out on Patreon. Information is all in the Discord for you guys. Uh, but until next week, for I think what's that episode twenty eight next week? Yes, you know, it is. We're, we're we're trucking along quite nicely. So thank you very much, everyone, and I will uh, I will catch you next week. All the best. Take it easy, gentlemen. gentlemen. All the Have best, guys. One.